listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Is hip-hop just a euphemism for a new religion? The soul music of the slaves that the youth is missing. This is more than just my road to redemption. Malcolm West had the whole nation standing at attention. As long as I'm in Pablo, a polo smiling, they think they got me. But they they would try to crack me if they ever see a black me. I thought I'd choose a field where they couldn't sack me. If a nigga ain't shooting a jump shot, running the track meet. But this pimp is at the, at the top of Mount Olympus ready for the world's game this is just my olympics we make them say ho because the game is so pimpish choke a south park writer with a fish stick hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a tuesday not just any tuesday super tuesday and nerds were calling it Super Tuesday before politics got involved, okay? It was been the Flash, the Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, two hours. Now y'all trying to, y'all trying to, is this what it really feels like, guys? Is this what, uh, is this what appropriation is? Apparently so. Politicians trying to take our Super Tuesday from us? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, actually there's no Flash tonight, so. Mm-mm. You got like a month off of the flash um, and arrow and arrow that's right um uh, but yeah man so it's super tuesday which means if everything goes according to plan uh be trump versus hillary um uh, after this everybody will will get all the sideshow out of the way we can finally be done with bernie sanders and his fake campaign and Come we can be now. done with uh all the people pretending to not be racist uh, for republicans we can just get straight to racist versus uh versus uh hillary clinton you just go straight straight into it racist versus the cynical democratic voters (laughs) yep because the headlines tomorrow particularly for bernie sanders is going to be you niggas didn't go vote for him oh yeah they about to call black people all kinds of names on super wednesday yes super wednesday black people about to catch all the blame if bernie don't go bernie better win everything tonight and he's not if it's over after this mm-mm-mm. we are gonna catch some hell y'all and y'all know it too they've been waiting to blame us all year i didn't kiss my ass but yeah mm-hmm. they about to say it um uh, but yeah uh this is the blackout test find us on itunes stitcher search the blackout test leave us five star reviews and we will um uh read them if we like them the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and, and yes oh and something else i wanted to say oh i'm about to say you might talk about it some more was that all you're gonna talk about the super tuesday or you gonna- uh we got a lot of political news today okay i don't know if we'll get okay. to the thing you want to but we we got a lot just give me a second uh this all i all i had to add was that it's today is for day 440 that bobby smart has been locked up but out lower bail mm-hmm. um was it something specific you want to talk about oh, i want to talk about what we talked about at lunch today we talked about a lot of stuff at lunch today oh <laughs> i was saying how uh when it comes to bernie sanders how it's a size when he be traveling around to these places they be like he had five thousand people ten thousand people he's a rock star well they don't show up to the polls in the primary yeah the voter turnout is not the wave that it was for obama nope um because i understand you energizing and shit but obama got people to the polls and that shit matters i don't care how many people show up to your uh rallies if they're not going to the polls it don't matter yeah i mean look 
he is leading for sure in the eggs with zero followers demographic on twitter i mean that he's definitely got 90 percent of them yeah he does but when it comes to you know voting eggs ain't can't vote you know so you have to get out of your house and be a real person and fucking go show up at the polls and and move and the thing is in large part a lot of these people that are stomping for bernie right now are the problem that derailed president obama's uh momentum right they're the people who don't show up in the midterms nope they're the people who talk a good game every four years but when it comes to supporting their local government when it comes to supporting the offices in their states they 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 give up because it's like well the king didn't reign from on top and change the world by himself well i guess that's the end of my battle i already voted once and um in a lot in a to a large extent they're the people that enable this shit to be derailed so i'm not shocked at all that they talk a good game online they harass people online they you know the, it seems like most of liberal media is rooting for bernie which but for for the record i completely understand i mean he's saying everything liberal media wants to hear if you're white right you know what i mean if he's saying white. everything and 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 it's not like hillary is better on race than him when it comes mm-hmm. to, to talking about it she just went and got the right people to help her clean up her messes but right you know it's not like when i see hillary i'm like now that's a woman that just loves black people like mm-hmm. nah it's, but i've noticed that uh the turnout hasn't shown up and Oop. the for all the rallies and all the revolution talk and all the fanfare if you don't show up none of the shit matters it does not matter and on the low a lot of these rallies have not been in any southern states and they have not been in places where it's the black people because the truth be told when i look at a bernie sanders crowd and i look at a donald trump crowd they're all white like i don't see any diversity well the other thing is i just never really thought he was trying to win um and he definitely wasn't trying to win the black vote and to me that signifies a person that's not trying to win the election you know you just can't be a democrat that doesn't win the black vote you can't nope. uh, i mean that, that game i mean that's what hillary learned in 08 she sure did she tried she to, tried to find yeah she tried to pull away a, a end around on black people and black people called her on and was like no we and she lost you. right you know and and this is no different to me like bernie took her old plan and the only difference to me is i'm not 100 percent sure bernie sanders wanted to be president i'm not you know what i mean okay. like it's he's like i'm gonna push her as far as i can push her yeah like maybe he was just like i should push her as far to the left as i can make her promise shit that she may not have if i wasn't in the race right um i said this a long time ago about when uh black lives matters confronted bernie sanders and they hadn't confronted hillary clinton yet and people were like well why are they confronting bernie and he's the one da, da, da. And i said bernie's not gonna be president but what you do is by confronting him you make racial justice an issue in this campaign and by making it an issue in this campaign hillary clinton has to talk about it by making hillary clinton talk about it now she has to promise things and by making her promise things she becomes accountable not just for things she's saying now but for the things she said in the past these things would not have been an issue at all for for the majority for this race race would not have come up if it wasn't for black lives matter um black liberation movement if it wasn't for people confronting bernie sanders if it wasn't for people confronting hillary clinton it wouldn't come up the fucking people who do the uh the uh debates the moderators they have zero interest in that topic 
you know it's all finance the economy war uh you know foreign foreign policy um you know it's it's all this shit but when you bring up race they ask one question and move on if at all right right if at all so if it wasn't for you know people challenging bernie sanders and then challenging and subsequently challenging hillary it wouldn't have been an issue and i appreciate people doing that shit but the the false revolution shit can stop if motherfuckers don't show up to the polls then it it don't count no it sure don't you know it's easy to be fired up online come on now but it's harder to wait in line <laughs> you know what i mean show your id these days right yep he can you have to in north carolina Fuck yeah it's, you. A, it's a lot harder you know to to do that so you know my my thing is if he thought he could win without the black vote that was stupid and if he thought well black people will just vote for me anyway that was also stupid you're gonna have to pander to black people and one of the ways you do that is not by having killer mike who called obama a puppet and shit and having cornell west who called him the first niggerized president campaigning in the south for black vote no no black people down here actually understand what it's like to have a tough job as a black person and go do it every day come on now like black people down here that voted for obama even if some of them may feel like oh he didn't do everything i wish he could have done a lot of them understand the challenges of doing what he's doing as a black person Mm -hmm. so they still sympathize for him they still see that black family in the white house they still see that black ass marriage they still see the way that he is treated throughout this country and it makes them sympathetic towards him period and you may have a small subset of black people that are on some like man fuck president man you know and you may have those people it's not enough to turn the tide of the black vote it's just not enough Mm -hmm. you're never going to convince all enough black people uh to come out and vote for you by being anti-obama and that's pretty much what he marched out down here so you read what you sow then not only that we talked about it and you know we're in north carolina one of the 12 states that are voting today for the super tuesday i have not seen that one bernie Sanders commercial on my television yeah i don't think he really spent in the states well ours is isn't this tuesday ours is the 16th so maybe okay. he's waiting to roll this out because I, I haven't seen that many hillary commercials to be honest not not that many yeah i don't think they're gonna hit a they're spending all that money in the super tuesday states the last few weeks okay because it was like what 16 states it's some crazy number like it's not you know i don't think they're here yet but they will be soon you know then you'll probably be like god i wish they would stop you know um but yeah um he uh based his own campaign his entire campaign on his ability to create high voter turnout bring young voters and low-income voters to the polls in record numbers many for the first time in fact sanders has not has based not only his campaign but his hope for presidency itself on what he calls a political revolution a groundswell of popular support that will somehow force his proposals such as a new medicare for all health system and universal free higher education through an otherwise resistant congress all over this country sanders says as part of his typical stump speech young people and working people are standing up and fighting back against the rigged economy and a corrupt political system but data from the 2016 democratic presidential primary season so far shows one big problem with this proposed turnout surge it's just not happening if young voters and working class voters are indeed fighting back they are not doing so by actually showing up to vote for bernie sanders right 
alarmingly the opposite has been true in the three contests held so far this is before super tuesday democratic turnout has been down in numbers every time compared to 2008 and historical statistics show that the voter turnout is highest in the early stages of a primary campaign after the new hampshire primary recent history shows voter turnout rates do not increase they drop if that historical pattern holds true in the, to the 2016 campaign it spells bad it spells bad news for bernie sanders um so yeah i don't know what he's gonna do the whole you know the black people up north will figure it out but black people down south won't well, good luck you know but uh you know i'm kind of uh i realized today i was just like so much of this shit is just for democrats anyway it's just and you know what somewhat for republicans but mostly for democrats people just don't want the inevitability of hillary being clinton uh clinton being president right because it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. there's nothing it doesn't even though she'll be the first woman to be a president it people don't, don't it, feel it's warm not, and fuzzy about that no it's not exciting it's not thrilling it's she's not captivating she's not motivating she's i, I can't explain it but it's like this is like the first first election in a very long time where i have felt no spark no excitement there's no candidate that just came out and said, and I feel like, ooh, that's who I got to vote for. Everybody's like, eh, maybe, you know, I vote for whoever wins the primary. But, you know, it's just one of those things where it's lackluster. And the people that we kind of would have wanted to run didn't run. And if they would have run, I thought one of them would have won. Yeah, I feel like people didn't run against Hillary because they knew not to. True. Like, one thing I like about Hillary because you know uh, i've been thinking about it lately um the things i like about hillary are all the things that people don't like about hillary like um i like that she knows her way around a scandal that's good she does you know like our country is scandalous yes we are uh uh i don't want transparency for this country i know people always say like oh we need some transparency i don't believe in that i think that's naive as fuck uh i think if people find out all the shit that our country gets up to and does uh you know that they would lose their fucking minds i think so too um i think she knows how to twist arms i think she's mean i think she's vindictive i think she uh knows how to shut shit down i i like all those qualities i want a fucking house of cards presidency i don't want to um you know i don't i like even when obama was running i was like he's pragmatic and i don't think he uh believes half the shit that he says he has to do for votes like i don't think he believes like i didn't think he believed that there wasn't marriage that there shouldn't be marriage equality i think he 100 percent was like this is a political stance i need you guys to force this issue so that we can have marriage equality i think uh you know i didn't believe he's i don't believe he's religious i don't think you know i think i think i think he has to say god and shit because that's what every president before him has done right but i don't think he's religious in that way which is which makes it even funnier when people say secret muslim i'm like he not praying one time a day five nah um also you know like closing gitmo when he made that an issue and people seem to care about that i was like that is something that is not practical like that's just not gonna happen like our country does so much dirt we need a place to do dirt it's shocking that y'all know where it's at you know like i like 
if they close it i feel like the day they close gitmo it'll be another place opening up yep that we won't know nothing about and it <laughs> won't be nowhere near america be somewhere on the other side of the world right so i don't know man i'm just really cynical about this shit and so i think you gotta it's gonna take a bit of a dirty person to get the, the job that obama started done i think it's gonna take some level of evil to finish off the good that he started you know i don't think that uh obama had the leverage he needed to twist the arms to get the votes that he needed um compared to what hillary would have you know hillary knows her way around a lot of this shit you know uh when like when he did have the majority the super majority quote unquote in name only because there were some blue dog democrats and there were some people you know like lieberman and shit i think sanders was independent shit he was independent till he decided to run for president right so there were certain people that he did he knew didn't have his back well i feel like hillary would have got those people in line you know what i mean like uh motherfucker you about to do this or we're gonna primary the fuck out of you we'll make sure you never run again like you'll never be you'll never hold office again so do this shit or get down a lay down basically i i don't know that that president obama would be doing could do that or i don't well we know he couldn't really do that um just leverage wise and i don't think he wanted to be a dirty politician like that and then bernie i don't think he would do it Mm -mm. i don't think he has the inroads built with other politicians to do it he hasn't really been a team player like a lot of people like him because he's an outsider but an outsider can't really have leverage over people you know this isn't mr smith goes to washington this is not gonna work that way so anyway um hopefully it's over after the day and i don't say that because i don't like bernie i say that because i don't like being harassed about bernie and the sooner he's out the race the better my online experience will get uh which is really the only thing i care about at this point because to me i think everybody's just everybody's just bracing for the inevitability of hillary clinton you know assuming trump takes all you know the gop vote i think it's just gonna come down to him being the most motivational factor ever to go vote for hillary that'll be the only time hillary clinton will have been running against somebody that people felt was worse than her and the thing is uh, people have a low expectation that that's going to prevent people like you really have got to give people a reason a lot of this oh well you don't want trump in there okay but it's still for a lot of people that's not motivation enough for them to get their asses out and vote that like i know that's i know that sounds reasonable but it's one of those things where you say that and people go well fuck it i'm not gonna vote well i don't even think here's the thing i don't think there's any way that hillary could motivate people to go vote for her um uh, with some good feel good shit because and and to some extent it's not really on her but it really but it kind of is that she's been around so long right it the the warm welcome is eroded the scandal the the dirt the everything is on her whether she wants it to be or not it's like a used car like people can't get excited about a used car you like it's just Mm -hmm. not like even you know what i mean it's like hey man let's go buy a new car it'll be new to you it's like okay what's the car well it's actually your old car that you had when you were 16 but we refurbished some of it and we kept it in good shape you'd be like nah, nah i want well, a new car I want some upgrades well still got all the same miles but it runs yeah, yeah. I, I i want a cd player but i want an mp3 player too i don't right. want 
you know i, I want a bluetooth my old car got an eight track you know like <laughs> right. people like people are not gonna be as excited about her as they would be for someone new right you know and i feel like bernie sanders for the most part is just someone new it didn't matter who bernie sanders was it really mm-hmm. didn't it could have been anyone spouting the most leftist thing possible people would have been like yeah you know yeah, and the thing about bernie bernie ain't like your new car but bernie is still an old model yeah he's an old dude but the people being excited about him really are more excited about having an alternative to hillary true true it's just it's just an alternative man i mean you know it's it's like when people say um uh well a couple years ago who should win the mvp lebron james or kevin durant and you and we all know lebron james deserved that mvp but nobody but we just tired of voting for lebron to be mvp you know you just tired of him being the best player in the game you just ready for some new person to come along you know and i feel like that's what happened with this hillary shit is we're all sitting around like can a new like tonight if fucking um joe biden just ended up on some ballots he'd win everybody's at the same exasperated point where they're just like are we so we're doing this it's gonna be hilly and like i said the best motivation she's gonna get for people to turn out the polls is gonna be if donald trump wins because then you get to be like the racist bigot so-and-so is going to be the leader of this country unless people show up and then people can start pitching that for the next however many months right. you know it'll you know the next what eight months is just gonna be people going well if you don't show up donald trump's gonna be president if you don't show up now that's gonna be the next however many months after the primary is over so eh, you know it is what it is dog but uh good luck to uh to bernie sanders man maybe he'll make a race of it still and win some of the states and then we'll still be talking about this next week but uh like i said i'd be looking for it to be over i'd be happy if it was over because i'm just tired of fucking arguing about it i'm tired of people harassing me about it so let's just get it over with um all right what else do we got to talk well i guess we can keep it on politics right um so trump is supporting or being supported by the kkk which what a what a direct reaction to the most competent on my watch ever uh the first black president ends with eight years later the gop electing an open bigot supported by open bigots come on dog oh man could you just not like i feel like the better the president before the and the better the worse the the, uh the 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 contestant for the next president and vice versa the worse the president the better the people coming in seem everybody sucks because obama was great yeah on both sides everybody sucks because i'm just honestly if president obama said listen guys special update tonight we're having a half off sale you guys write my name in two more years of me uh half off uh you guys just just write just write down obama if that's what you're down with he probably will win again i'll write his name in in a heartbeat right the voter turnout will be back up you know immediately uh anyway so um apparently uh this happened with uh trump and his voters let's see about let's go to ed lavendera he's live for us in allen texas where voting is afoot texas is the biggest prize of the night 155 delegates 
Ed, are voters there talking about Trump's comments about David Duke, or are they focused on other things that are going on, his comments about jobs, about trade? Tell us what they're saying. You know, it's interesting. We've been talking to a lot of voters as they've come to this polling location in Allen, Texas. It's not something that people bring up on their own, but we've asked a number of them throughout the day. And what we found, Jake, is a mixed bag. We spoke with one woman who was a Trump supporter until she heard that interview with you and changed her vote to Marco Rubio. Several other uh, people who voted for uh, either uh, uh, Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio saying that they found uh, Trump, in the words of one person, to be a scary candidate, someone who was disgusting, uh, bringing disgusting rhetoric uh, to the campaign. That's what we heard on one side. We've also heard from a number of Trump supporters throughout the day uh, when we asked them about these comments and this controversy. Many of them shrugged it off. It was saying that it was something that they were willing to look past uh, because they felt that Donald Trump was the best candidate to change things up in, in Washington. And despite those, those comments that might have worried some of them, uh, they said that they were willing to look past it and, and still vote for Donald Trump. All right, Ed Lavendera, thanks so much. Look past the KKK. <laughs> you have to laugh. They're not harassing you. You have to laugh, man. I yeah, laughed so if, much this morning. I had such a good time laughing this morning because you don't, you want to burn everything fucking down. Well, it's all just so silly, right? Because right. my ultimate belief is, it, it like under uh, either Democratic president, nothing's going to change for Black people anyway. Mm-mm. But under uh trump things that i think get significantly worse yep but it's just you have to laugh because it's so fucking ridiculous this is our country this is idiocracy you know the kkk a hate group supports donald trump he doesn't disavow them yet every time they interview uh a black activist on tv they try to make them disavow the rioters and looters you know what i mean this is the country we live in Every time you interview a Muslim, you have to be like, well, do you disavow terrorism? Hmm? Hmm? Can't continue, can't continue this interview till you say you don't, you're not down with Al-Qaeda. Come on now. We, uh, you might be down with Al-Qaeda. I don't know. It's like, yeah, that, that, we don't do that if you're a white dude supported by the KKK. <sighs> boy. Uh, Hillary got confronted today. Got confronted by a Black Lives Matter activist. Mm-hmm. In her face. Yeah, they getting up on her yeah I, I love it they be showing up they be like right. they i know money. i know they, oh go ahead i said they even spend money that other lady spent five hundred dollars for the plate just to just to put up that sign to get kicked out yeah they was like oh you oh you think your you think your exclusive only is gonna stop me Mm-mm, i spend the money to get kicked out like if you have a montage of how each candidate deals with black people it, it would really look like a low light reel like it's all bad all bad. All of them are bad. Here's a uh, Hillary though. I haven't even watched this one yet. She's being confronted in a coffee. It looks like a Starbucks or something. <laughs> and the girl looking at her is not amused. By the way, this black girl is her face is like, go ahead, go ahead, tell them lies, dog. Go ahead, just say it to my face. I can't really hear. You know what, dear? You have a different He is a Somali American elected to the city council. I'm really proud of that. So, well, then why don't you go run for something then? No, I'm working for a Somali American. Well, good. Good luck to you. 
hey man look i i was really expecting that to look a lot worse than it was she still is the most comfortable dealing with black people that's ridiculous yeah it ain't that great but yeah i no, it's i mean we don't have a lot of good choices mm-hmm. but i was really expecting that to be like security can you get her up out of here because i thought security rushed her off or something because the way it was, the article was written was like and secret service got her out of there i was like oh mm-hmm. shit so they must have grabbed her and yanked her out of there she left on the court she just said we have a difference of opinion and you should run for something if you don't like the dude that's in office now because she mentioned uh another person that she supported uh hillary clinton was um uh supported uh was it abdi wasame or who is the first somali american to serve the minneapolis city council uh and the young woman said hey you know he ain't a real nigga and not not knows words so she said mm-hmm. basically he wasn't authentic and then she said you know what you have a different opinion he's somali american elected to city council i'm really proud of that why don't you go run for something then that's about the best you're gonna get i think people are looking for answers that aren't gonna be coming out of any of these candidates nope not at all which is this is by the way this is when i knew bernie wasn't real because the fucking black vote was up for grabs you can do better than this anyone could you know what i mean like you all you got all you have to do is be willing to humble yourself and say you sorry be willing to apologize be willing to say that hey i shouldn't i shouldn't have voted for that crime bill you know be willing to say uh you know i i shouldn't i shouldn't have walked off the stage when black lives matter approach approached me in that roots i should have listened just be willing to say it but they're not willing to do that Mm-mm. so you're not willing to win yeah but yeah i thought this is apparently this is described in a lot worse terms than it was um i don't know maybe was some, did something happen at the end maybe no they just cut back to the news huh yeah anyway well good good luck to you <laughs> yeah she basically good luck go run for office if you want to change something because you know what do you want me to say i supported that dude for office he supports me for president um and like i said there's not an answer there Mm-mm. what's the answer if someone shows up and says hey man you said this fucked up shit a bunch of a long time ago well i, I did apologize for that it was a different time blah 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 but you can't undo what you did so it's really no answer forthcoming that's gonna fix that which what happened uh also if i don't if you don't like the person that i'm supporting for office in minnesota what what it's way too late to do anything about that today mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you have to run for office you have to challenge it you know you have to make you have to make there be another choice i can't just say yeah fuck him you know i think as as citizens and people who are activists get to say stuff like that like yes, you can do you can be an activist and just say fuck the president mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter who the president is you nope. know you fuck obama i don't like that nigga you can say that because you don't have to offer a solution nope and and, and that's not the job of an activist to be like but here's who you should vote for it's it's simply fuck what's in there fuck the status quo we need better and that's not their job to do better necessarily but just mm-hmm. you know because people always try to stop activism with that but what you want us to do that what you just saw right there is pretty much the conversation which is i asked you a bunch of unanswerable questions that just kind of point out the hypocrisy of the entire system then there's nothing else to do after that 
you know i had to keep doing my thing because i'm assuming she's gonna keep uh questioning the system keep you know boycotting keep yeah agitator, uh, agitating yeah it's, it's it's like that's your job i think i think a lot of people get confused because i they think that these aren't roles you know whenever people try to tell black lives matter people or black liberation movement people how to do their job it's like that's a role in the whole in this whole system there's that's a role too somebody got to speak up for the people that don't got voices correct um anyway i thought that was gonna go way worse but i blame that on the article though because the article was like you know then she was escorted out by a secret service i was like oh shit yeah but i but but honestly though the media is very like for the the at least the the media i read which is mostly left-leaning they don't want hillary either and so a lot of the stuff is a size you know like it's it just is a size you know when they when you talk about the super predator comment but then you don't want to talk about bernie voting for the same crime bill that hillary was stumping for i mean the writing's on the wall right there correct you know it's just a, it's just a every everything now is just a size i'll be glad when it's over because tired of all the sizes man let's just get down to pulling that lever for whoever wins the democratic uh nomination which will probably be hillary and just leave it alone i'm i i simply hope it's hillary because i don't want to talk about it anymore there you go <laughs> no more arguing none of this shit can we just get because if it's hillary guess what nobody gonna want to talk about it nope all them bernie <laughs> fans gonna fucking disappear if it's bernie everybody gonna have some shit to say so hopefully it is hillary uh for my peace of mind uh chris rock uh is catching it from a bunch of different angles after uh, the oscars uh my favorite being <laughs> the people who are writing the headline say chris rock hosted oscars slips to an all near all-time low mm, not the fact that with no niggas nominated right or no brown people right not that not that that ain't have nothing to do with this they just don't want to admit that uh people protesting was real and they did not tune in yeah no hashtags getting any credit for this mm-hmm this is a hundred percent justice for flint no Mm-mm. no oscar so white none of that because that shit was fucking trending right like that's it right yeah you gonna you think you go some dancing nigga and then dance and we'll see what they did was that they put they bought chris rock out there and then they increased the amount of black people uh giving awards but i'm not tuning in to see all these niggas give award to white folks for what for why yeah and i mean this isn't well people tune in for part of the time and turned it off because chris rock was on there nah mm, they didn't watch. people didn't watch they didn't even watch this is the direct result of not having any black nominees the online campaigns the boycott from jada pinkett smith like all this stuff but it's falling at the feet of chris rock which you know i'm sure in pettiness a lot of people who disliked his uh oscars performance will roll with that version of like look at how he fucked the oscars up but i am not being petty let's be real about it that's the power of black people and people who love 
brown people right brown people and brown people who actually understood not the phony ones who uh talk shit about oscar so white while also benefiting from it mm-hmm. um but for the for the for people who really understood shout out to them you know oh by the way shout out to um <laughs> brown people who were talking shit about chris rock and saying why he didn't say more about other people of other races as far as uh getting diversity what were you doing watching it we were not supposed to be watching that live remember how you gonna not support the hashtag while asking why the hashtag don't support you that's some bullshit man (laughs) you can't have it both ways right i saw i saw people tweeting like he didn't even say anything about uh latinos and asians and indians i was like hold up wait a minute we not watching supposed to be telling me this tomorrow <laughs> what kind of shit was that <laughs> where the ratings don't count i peeped game i peeped that game i know what y'all did watching that shit and then gonna get mad at him that's fucked up man you shouldn't have been watching you cheating man that was cheating like a motherfucker <laughs> uh but speaking of brown people being mad at chris rock like i said getting it from both angles uh shout out to the homie uh charlotte hornet mr lynn sanity jeremy lynn Mm. him and not just him several other asian people took issue with the joke that chris rock made about asian people now we didn't see it in the monologue apparently they had certain skits and shit and you know of course between introducing uh actors and stuff they have jokes well he had one about asian people um he said um uh, right after his monologue he called in three asian kids and described them as accountants for price waterhouse cooper and the accounting firm in charge of tabulation of votes for the academy award winners rock even gave the three kids funny fictitious names reinforcing the stereotype that asians are diligent workers who excel in math uh they sent us their most dedicated accurate and hard-working representatives please welcome ming zhu bao ling and david maskowitz of course they were all asians uh then uh he also said um if people get offended by the joke they should just tweet about it on their phones which are probably made by the same kids ha that is funny that is funny though that is that is ironic that we are okay with slave labor when it comes to our phones and then we tweet about slave labor and how we're against it that is <laughs> that's a good joke from the same device that the kids made yeah that's a good joke we are hypocrites um even that aside though um that's still making it seem like Asians are the people to pick on to make jokes about in a situation where you just talked about the racism in Hollywood and how right. uh, limiting it is for black people. Right. So it is hypocritical of Chris Rock to do that. Um, now, I would add this addendum. A lot of the articles writing about this are acting like, oh, black people were so happy with the way Chris did, and then he threw Asians under the bus. No. Mm-mm black people are not happy no. with some of the jokes he made they know they're so not. to a certain extent to chris's credit i would even extend to his credit he shit on black people the same way he shit on asians 
you know what i'm saying like he said all that shit about diversity but he still talked bad about jada and will Mm -hmm. he still said that people boycotting stuff now don't have anything to boycott compared to the 60s right um he still had a bunch of whack jokes about um uh these corny jokes about black people being in the oscar winning movies they were all pretty much corny i saw that clip earlier like i like it is what it is you know like y'all caught the same thing we caught but the articles writing it made it seem like black people were so enthralled and happy that he spoke to hollywood this way and it's like not really a lot if you talk to more black people you realize a lot of black people walked away disappointed and apparently so did a lot of asian people yes they did um so jeremy lynn tweeted seriously though when is this going to change tired of it being cool and okay to bash asians shaking my head hashtag oscars um constance Wu, who uh is the actress on fresh out the boat plays the mom says to parade little kids on stage with no speaking lines merely to be the butt of a racist joke is reductive and gross antithesis of progress so yeah i agree with him too i saw i posted this on my facebook page and there's a lot of black people being like um see this asians don't want to you know they causing problems just why we can't get along it's like nah people say this about us when it's us people say this about black women when it's black women like why can't they just be quiet and just understand that it's nah man fuck that Mm, they got the right to be angry also yeah black people can say harmful things about other minorities and be wrong for it yes they can they do it all the time especially if you're a black person that felt let down by chris rock's uh fucking performance last night or two nights ago and then to turn around and say but asians can't man fuck out of here like it ain't like this isn't this isn't asian people saying fuck this hashtag those people were wrong period all those people were wrong nothing about that hashtag said asian people could not tweet about it talk about it support it or be included and be included nothing about that hashtag was that way chris rock's monologue chris rock's jokes yeah they were some of them the joke is this is asian the joke is this is a black person you know like some you know and some people are gonna like those jokes humor is subjective but in general if you have a problem with the joke and i can understand i can relate to that issue then yeah i get it i mean that's that's the extent of the you just talked about inclusion and uh uh this lack of bigotry and this the subtle racism of hollywood and then you pull an asian joke it is whack it is whack um speaking of people that thought chris rock was being whack like i said he's getting it from all sides tyrese Mm. i know right for weeks all eyes on chris rocks he decided to stay on the host the oscars um during the middle of this controversy um and of course tyrese was not a fan of he told chris rocky shouldn't do it told black people they shouldn't go told leo he shouldn't go even though leo finally won that oscar and jamie fox said he was an honorary black man i hate that um well not only were some fans angry with rock but it looks like the singer tyrese was angry too because he recently blasted rock online for speaking ill of jada pinkett um jada got mad jada said she's not oh wait this is what chris rock said during the protest during the uh monologue mm-hmm jada got mad jada said she not coming protesting i'm like does she have a tv show jada boycott the oscars i'm like me boycott is like me boycotting rihanna's panties i wasn't invited <laughs> <laughs> wasn't invited 
uh yesterday tyrese went on instagram and posted a video criticizing rock for taking shots at pinky smith for sharing his, his, her disdain about the racism in the academy at the chris rock done fucked my night up talking about my girl jada who took the initiative to stand up and make a difference i'm smiling again because of leo tyrese said with a yell on the video so i guess him and leo cool oh wait didn't he say leo could go that is right tyrese said leo could go i forgot <laughs> i thought it, i thought he said he couldn't go i can't no i can't I remember. Don't rem- i don't i know. thought his thing was like and leo shouldn't go either or some I shit i don't keep up with the whole tip tyrese right. news how, how am i gonna know mm. tyrese continued to chastise rock in the caption of his post writing i didn't watch i didn't but online people are talking and someone posted the tasteless joke that rock did in his opening did you really use your stage to tear down and diminish one of the strongest most fearless black women in this town as the world watch jokes are just jokes right not when someone is trying to affect change but when someone is willing to put it all on the line to affect change for our daughters and sons of the future shame on you chris rock now let me run to youtube and watch leo's exception speech so fucking proud of you leo uh chris rock has not responded so and he probably never will yeah but uh man whoo that was not a good look uh let's see what else are we talking about um vh1 is expanding love and hip-hop to miami and houston ah mona scott king is making all that money right this shit is turning to game of thrones mm-hmm. pretty soon we're gonna have love and hip-hop kings landing you know <laughs> it's gonna be like oh no the house lannister is not gonna be happy about this <laughs> no they not ray j trying to fuck sansa <laughs> you see when he threw lisa down the, the moon door yes i did <laughs> i bought jackson dirt <laughs> little finger dragonator <laughs> little finger did bo jackson uh liza though right bo jackson did down that moon door right on at that fucking moon door anyway uh i just thought that was that was some wild shit um and did i i had another article and i let me just see where i put it did i put it in the wrong place let's see um didn't put it there let me check here it don't let you do a search i may have to i don't know where it went uh oh wait i found it it's right in my face uh tim meadows you know who he is mm, yeah by looking at that picture yes yeah he used to be on um used to be on saturday night live mm-hmm. he had uh one of my favorite uh movies the ladies man yep uh which i shouldn't say favorites one of my um what do you call I it i enjoy that movie i would call it a um guilty pleasure there you yeah. go uh if, for people that haven't heard uh or seen the ladies man i'll try to find a clip on youtube for you uh but <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's this ridiculous. radio personality that gives love advice they made a whole movie out of it he has a lisp and um i don't know i thought the movie was funny uh he talked about uh well i think uh old girl from uh fresh prince was in it she was the love interest in the movie mm-hmm. uh, hillary. hillary yeah um will ferrell is in that movie um uh, but uh yeah anyway let me see if i can find a clip uh that'll play for you guys you know it always takes a while to load these days um 
Yeah, he also is known for playing OJ, by the way. Uh, hello, late man. Uh, All right. Yeah, it's when it takes a while to load. All right, no problem. I mean, uh, let's give it a second. He also played a hell of an OJ, uh, too. Um, one time he even spelled <laughs> he spelled out a teleprompter that like I did it uh Saturday Night Live Aww. on a good yeah it's uh you know he's not and he's never Tim Meadows is never funny enough to like go be a star other places but you'd mm-hmm. see him around in places and see him in you know different movies and different TV shows and stuff um but he never really could pull off the like Tim Meadows star type of thing no you know which is common for a lot of snl folks it's it's not like most of them go out to be anything a lot of them just kind of you know uh fade away true or just be average yeah but uh making money though but that but just being average yeah, yeah i think he did tiger woods also if i'm not mistaken um anyway he got put on blast by a stripper oh that he apparently uh dated and cheated but here's some ladies man uh hello ladies man Uh, my name's kent folger uh let me tell you the last time my wife and i made (laughs) why is it love was the day i got home from the korean war but with this viagra stuff we've been going at it like dogs in heat (laughs) yeah but that sounds all right to me now uh, how old are you well i'm 76 and the little lady is 80 years old yeah, well, that's disgusting. <laughs> no. That is that is not good. I'm sorry. Um, but I must say, after all those Viagras that I just took, it doesn't sound that disgusting. You know? <laughs> now, how's that 80-year-old ass on that old lady? <laughs> that 80-year-old ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, also, he always be drinking on Cavassier. And then when the Cavassier was um was done, he would um he would leave. Um but uh oh my god. Anyway, so apparently he was dating a, a stripper. Uh I guess he fell in love with the stripper. Or maybe maybe she fell in love with him. I I'm guess in love with the stripper. But uh she put him on blast uh for oh that's why that does that every time i got a ball alert this uh thing freezes up because there's a script on it anyway a young lady who according to her bio enjoys mothering strippering and black lives mattering so strippering is a word to her okay and she's into black lives mattering is putting saturday night live actor tim meadows on black or breaking up with her after three months uh lindsey lee took their twitter account to air meadows out for hitting and quitting after telling her he loved her she put dated tim meadows for three months last week he tweeted uh uh last week he cheated and then just stopped talking to me no apology no goodbye now to me does that count as hitting and quitting it i mean three months is a relationship i guess it is i consider that a relationship three months um but at the same time you know if he was willing to leave that easy i mean what is telling the world gonna do nothing because obviously he don't care yeah like he 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 cheated on me okay 
you know you know what i mean like what is twitter supposed to do about about that shit <laughs> um maybe you ran out of cavassier uh <laughs> <laughs> ran out of something uh what if she's now be like and you know what black lives don't matter to me no more hashtag all lives mattering <laughs> mothering strippering all lives mattering because this motherfucker was a shit right and i don't play that uh yeah uh like what the hell he seriously told me he loved me and still wanted to be together and then never talked to me again so strange this is my life people can't make this shit up even if i tried well you can decide not to tell anybody but then we wouldn't have uh wouldn't have this lovely edition of uh the podcast according to Lindsay, who posted several photos of she and meadows laid up together the actor comedian cheated on her on valentine's day and then stopped talking to her was this a one-sided relationship it don't it sound like she wasn't the main chick Mm-mm. it sounded like she got side chicked it sounded like mm-hmm she must have got the day before valentine's day or maybe he was planning on taking her out the day after doubles the second side chick day right and she found out she was the other woman just then. yeah oh yeah i don't i don't i don't think she was the main one Mm -mm. he probably gonna take her out for a fifth sandwich Uh, (laughs) she definitely ain't getting real lobster she she put i thought ladies men were wow she used the joke in the okay i thought ladies men were those who remain single in order to sleep around not get into a relationship say they're in love then bail Lindsay said after reflecting on time that they spent in hawaii however after the repeated tweets till meadows did what any sane man would do he blocked Lindsay. now he blocked me you guys that's how a 54 year old man ends a relationship i guess now i have closure she tweeted Lindsay continued her Tim Meadows rant on Monday. If you're famous and you break someone's heart, do you really think they will let that shit slide? If they aren't even going to act like they're sorry, then it's only fair to make sure they are mad. I keep forgetting to stop falling in love. Three months? Wow. I got cheated on in live, but somehow that's okay because he's an actor who played a promiscuous character 20 years ago. Okay, internet. Oh, so everybody must have been telling her. <laughs> girl he the latest man what you worried what did you expect he bet you they hit up with that (laughs) she might not even know who he was they was hitting up with that he's the latest man now she knew who he was um uh i have it on good authority that you know she frequents the comedian scene uh yeah so yeah yeah uh if you're going to tell someone you love them and want a future with them then leave them you should at least end it by sing by singing telegram so i guess that's jokes Lindsay was met with a lot of criticism mainly for falling in love with a man after three months who can't talk shit about being what you can't talk shit about me being sad over a three-month relationship when i've seen you ratchets pull weaves out over a booty call she demanded she responded ratchets right hmm. right know about the way you use that one Lindsay. Using it like a noun. What's that a stand in for? Black lives mattering? Hmm? Ratchet lives mattering to you? Is that what that's the same as? I'll give Lindsay credit for not releasing his news or something petty, but if a man cheats on you during Valentine's Day and disappears, chances are you were the side chick. Poor Lynn Lynn. Check out Lindsay and Tim below at Happier Times, and they got pictures of them kissing. 
Yeah, she was a side chick. And this was the one-way relationship, sweetie. Yeah. She, like, she is, like, assembly line white, too. Yeah, she looks really, I won't say young, but in, like, her 20s. I don't know that she looks that young. But she's assembly line white. Like, she right. look like she should come with a pair of pants at Old Navy. Like, she looks she, she look like she should come in the picture frame yeah <laughs> she does. Uh, maybe she, i'm the only one but I, I most of the time you don't see brown people in your picture frame y'all know i'm talking about your grandma you go buy the picture frame from walmart it's a generic white family yeah like she definitely has um a look about her that just says like i am as basic i'm the basic package for white woman you know what i mean like if you decide to go white woman uh you get a Lindsay. <laughs> now if you want to upgrade that's a whole nother thing yes <laughs> it's what you hear when she walked past you like when he broke up with her she was listening to this all day away downtown walking fast faces past and i'm homebound <laughs> like she probably was in the goddamn video <laughs> like how many times she played this while looking at pictures of her and tim together repeat i feel like she this never came off this never came off the sound system dog it was just pure a thousand miles on repeats (laughs) on spotify she was she was just watching repeats of the ladies man clips as i tip on my covassier and I miss you. And I miss you. And now I wonder if I could fall into the sky. Yeah, this 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 might be the song specifically honey, for her. Yeah, honey, it was. I can tell you, I worked at Shawnee's. We had that fucking satellite, y'all, and I memorized this goddamn song because it literally played every hour on the hour. I was like, fuck this damn song why does one of these pictures she got her titty she naked in the background well i guess she is a stripper right why is his face so like ha look at me <laughs> yeah dog <laughs> she don't realize she's ladies man chick. oh his, his face is so smug in this picture and she posted the picture saying the date him for three months and then she's in there naked like i guess man ain't no drama like stripper drama you know yeah stripper drama real drama now it's real life yeah. so well yeah he uh he definitely got uh got 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 up in them guts man i'm trying to get this thing to hold on a second let's see if i can close it and open it again i'm trying to get it to show the scroll down to the comments but whatever ball alerts done to their website oh, okay thing keep popping up yeah whatever they've done to their website it's just added a new script that uh completely fucks the whole thing up so let me uh close this and uh open it back up and uh i'll give you guys something to listen to meanwhile
Okay, it went to the comments anyway. I guess I better do this while I still while can. Right, right with reasons again. Uh, <clears throat> Terrell Jones responded. Oh, Lord, that's right. The first comment. It's only two comments. You a basic white bitch who strip. Nobody wiping you. I'm glad to see he showed you no type of respect. He probably even talked you into an abortion at one point. Good job, Tim. Keep ruining these hoes. Hashtag, 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 young bitch spirit breaker. God damn it, Terrell. Beautiful Brownie says, she must have gotten serious pretty quickly. Usually around three months is the make it or break it mark, depending on what you're looking for. Well, you're dealing with the latest, man. You know, you're dealing with the best. What can you do? uh but yeah so that happened to tim meadows uh and that's very unfortunate for everybody involved it seems you know uh but i never thought that the ladies man that <clears throat> tim meadows really knew anything about love what's happening you got the latest man leon phelps here and i am looking at a half empty bottle of cavatier which means that we are just about out of time <laughs> but before oh, i go Lord. i'd like to leave you with just uh, one more thought. This is a little something that I wrote. And I read, What is love? What is this longing in our hearts for togetherness? Is it not the sweetest flower? Does not this flower of love have the fragrant aroma of fine, fine diamonds? Does not the wind love the dirt? Is not love not unlike the unlikely not it is unlikened to? <laughs> Are you with someone tonight? Shit makes no sense. Do not question your love. Take your lover by the hand. Release the power within yourself. You heard me. Release the power. Tame the wild cosmos with a whisper. Conquer heaven with one intimate caress. That's right. Don't be shy. Whip out everything you got and do it in the butt. By Leon Phelps. He got fired. Do it in the butt. Do it in the butt. Oh my god. How did she fall for that fool? You know, ladies man has some Valentine's Day advice. You know, maybe he maybe he was taking his own advice for Valentine's. You know, she she just got lost in the sauce. She didn't realize how true to life that character was. I wonder how many times people sent her this video of the ladies man uh homemade valentine's day uh edition uh advice you know she probably she probably sitting around like okay guys i get it he's a comedian and he made jokes about womanizing people maybe i shouldn't have took him so seriously mm-hmm. but uh that is what happened welcome to the ladies man the love line with all the right responses to your romantic queries I'm Leon Phelps. How y'all doing? I'm doing all right. I got my uh, Cavassier right here. And hey, guess what? Today is Valentine's Day, which is always a very special day for the ladies' man because it is the only national holiday dedicated to getting it on. (laughs) And I can assure you that as soon as uh, this show is over, I intend on getting it on with someone or something 
and it will most definitely involve the butt. <laughs> okay, well, let's take some callers. Now, the number is flashing. Uh, it's right there below there, so uh, go ahead, caller. Hello, ladies' man? Yeah, you got the ladies' man. Now, what's your query? Uh, yes, well, uh, Valentine's Day has always been so special for my wife and I, but I must say it's getting harder and harder to think of that really romantic gift. Yeah, well, uh, a bottle of uh, champagne is always really good. And uh, if you don't have $10 to buy a fancy bottle of champagne, you can always make your own fine champagne uh, with just a box of white wine and some soda water. You know, I'm not so sure she would like that. Oh, really? Well, uh, then nothing is as uh, sweet as making your own Valentine's Day card. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, see, um, you know, you can just uh, use whatever you have around the house. Like, uh, I'll use some uh, construction paper and some paste and an old Hustler-type magazine. <laughs> and, uh, like here, you can see, uh, I have cut out this picture from Ass Happy. And uh, I have glued it to the top of a pizza box. And needless to say, that nothing says romance more than two naked ladies humping. <laughs> say, Leon. Yeah, what's up, Martel? Why don't you tell the folks about your favorite Valentine's Day, bro? Yeah, well, I don't know. That's a very special memory, Martel. Well, come on, Leon. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, um, it was the most beautiful and romantic day of my life. And uh, basically, you know, I don't want to get into the particulars of it, but um, let's just say that uh, it involved a bottle of Cavatier, a couple of bus station skanks, and a paid toilet. Yeah. Okay, well, let's take another caller. Hello, ladies, man. Oh, it's a lady. Man, I can't take it anymore. I can't go through another Valentine's Day by myself. I'm so alone. Yeah, well, that's good. No, it's not. I don't want to be alone. Okay, yeah, well, there are a lot of ways a pretty young girl can meet men. Really? Well, yes, um, you could hang around the entrance to the men's room at your local strip club. <laughs> and let me tell you, the ladies' man is no stranger to hanging around bathrooms. Next caller, please. Yeah, ladies' man, uh, maybe you could help me? Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I, I'm really in love with this one girl, and I don't want to ruin it. But if I give her a special card with just the right words, I'm sure it will win her over. I, I just don't know what to say. Yeah, well, uh, have you tried a poem? Because uh, ladies like poems. Oh, you mean like Shelley or Keats? Yeah, well, Stacey Keach is good. He's real good, but, uh, you know, the Mike Hammer theory, I don't know. That, that's not really proper romantic stuff. Um, why don't you try a poem like this? Uh, you're an angel, my love. Of this, I am certain. So this Valentine's Day, let's do some bumping and squirting. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I can see by the uh, empty bottle of Cavazier that we are out of time. So uh, I hope your Valentine's Day pursuits are as romantic as mine. Leon Self deleted. <laughs> well, there you go. That's ah. what he believes in for Valentine's Day. Don't try to take that advice. So how can you be mad at him? He's just doing what he said he would do. I don't know. Oh, well, mm -hmm. they still find a way to be mad. He was bumping the squirt with her then. Mm-hmm. Um, Tidal is in the news. First of all, Tidal was getting sued by a artist who was claiming um, not to have gotten the royalties they deserve from Tidal, which is big because Tidal offers 
uh higher royalties than the other or at least they claim to offer higher royalties than other people mm-hmm. um <clears throat> it's also artist owned so it's very big about making sure people get compensated um the the thing is um titles already um released a statement saying one they did pay them and two they took all that artist uh money off of the um off of the app since they said they were suing because they didn't think they got all their royalties they also said the catalog the entire catalog was streamed less than thirteen thousand times so it sounds like a frivolous lawsuit i mean that's easy to say because it ain't my money right but if you know if it actually is if title's telling the truth then it seems like a pretty frivolous lawsuit like it wasn't a lot of money no matter what True. um but uh anyway it's just interesting to see that yeah. did you see what they did today well they also well yeah i had two title articles okay that was the first one they also fired their cfo and coo right and they're moving and a lot of people are like oh see it's going down but they fired them to move the office to new york where jay-z is right a lot of people were complaining about they didn't have enough diversity in the office because they took a picture with the office which is located in norway uh at the headquarters and people were like where's the diversity it's like well there's not a lot of minorities there to to hire you know it's even worse in the united states so now it's in new york you know wouldn't be surprised to see um more diversity there there's also a rumor that samsung spotify and somebody else are trying to buy title which is another um will be another huge mark for them so anyway titles uh in the news um apple shareholders reject a diversity plan to recruit minorities as company leaders <laughs> so they won't unlock your phones but they also won't unlock the glass ceiling apparently not tim cook urged investor investors not to vote through plans to accelerate recruitment of minorities on this 18 person board which currently has 15 white men so tim cook hero of the people uh uh, don't want no black people on that board and it's really a cowardly move to source that out to the shareholders right as opposed to y'all um, doing it yourself right because you don't want because shareholders are about profits and shit shareholders don't care about this shit Mm-mm. and they really shouldn't have to it's not in their purview um but diversity initiatives can come from within the company and typically you don't need to go to your shareholders to say hey we have a diversity initiative we'd like to enact can you guys approve it first they give zero fucks about that they like are you making money or you're not right um so yeah the shareholders have overwhelmingly rejected a proposal that would require the board of america's largest company to adopt an accelerated recruitment policy for minorities among company leaders the result offered a fresh reminder of how silicon valley a meritocracy dominated by white men is having a tricky time navigating identity politics and modern attitudes towards diversity the proposal which wasn't expected to pass failed 94.5 percent to 5.1 percent According to an early tally uh, announced at Apple's annual shareholder meeting at company headquarters in Cupertino, California, Apple's board had urged investors to vote it down, 
telling shareholders that the measure would be too restrictive speaking afterward chief executive tim cook said there there's much more work to do on diversity across the company i can commit to you that we are working very hard on it no you're not fuck you yeah of apple's 18 named executives on his website cook is one of 15 that are both white and male there are then three women two of whom are black apple's eight member board uh includes two women and one black man james bell the uh former boeing chief financial officer um the measure was being pushed by civil rights groups with reverend jesse jackson attending to push for support just before apple announced the result of the vote um ironically apple is already moving in this direction jackson told shareholders the world is diverse we should not position ourselves to react to inclusion which leads to growth uh, uh until recently apple had a director of worldwide inclusion and diversity jeffrey Simonoff but he was poached by twitter in december 2015 apple would not say whether it has replaced him which means they probably haven't nope. either that or they replaced him with a white man who knows oh, no. anyway uh here's another one uh have you seen this interview with morgan freeman Mm-mm. okay so morgan freeman uh gets interviewed by this lady he has a movie coming out uh called london has fallen which i will be going to see oh yeah me too bannon is back we are back come out this weekend don't it believe so Mm -hmm. uh but yeah he was doing a recent uh you know they have press junkets that's where you do a bunch of interviews at the same time basically uh and he is 78 years old and he could not help himself when he saw a WGN um, uh, TV producer, Tyra Martin. Keep in mind, he is 78. All right. Now, I wasn't able to uh, go to Los Angeles over the weekend, so we sent producer Tyra to go uh, talk to Morgan. Now, Morgan's she got a right reputation pretty. of being pretty flirty. And- yeah, she is very pretty, you know, um, and she's a black woman has been very flirty with tyra in the past did not disappoint this time either i I do i know people want to make a statement but it is ask you married you married you married (laughs) 78 year old currently divorced morgan Uh look at that steely concentration that he's made you can see why he's such a good actor distracted by one thing that that is porno music (laughs) Well, he did Remember, this was glare at her, basically. That, uh, Tyra talked with him uh, before, and uh, he was, like, super flirty that day. Take a look. Hi, how are you? I'm better now. Oh, uh, thanks. I don't have any magic tricks. I kind of feel like I yes, you showed do. up for dinner without anything. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> Got magic written all over you, child. Oh, thanks. Oh, good, 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 yeah. good medicine for a single Ooh. I'm so, single too. Are you? Yes. Are you enjoying bachelor? I'm enjoying bachelor life immensely because I, I I get to look at you and drool. You don't have to worry about how anybody's going to respond to it. Right? Oh, yeah. Why is she staring at her belly button? <laughs> I think she had a nice belt on. It's the belt. It's a nice belt that she had on. <laughs> She seems to like it. She did not hesitate one bit when we. She's a hero and she keeps doing her job. Save me from that because I did not want to go through that myself. Yeah. (laughs) 
right. <laughs> the producers got jokes with that. Thing. So there's so there's a couple things about it. One, Morgan Freeman is a motherfucking savage. Yes, he is. I guess he went from bucket list to fuck it list. <laughs> yes, he did. Cause uh that is aggressively uh <laughs> and especially when you're you're basically you're at work. Yeah, she is at work. You know, I guess he just old black man fucking gene, he just don't care. Um, I guess and since he's a star, nobody's telling him that's pretty inappropriate. But uh and it seems that that's his thing every time he sees her, he's gonna try to holler at her, holler, 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 holler. And it just is what it is. So on the one hand, it's funny, obviously, you know, I, I don't think even, especially like the way he was looking at her get up from that chair and when they it's slow-mo like, yeah. replayed it, it's definitely funny. But at the same time, she's at work. Right. Trying to be professional. Yeah. It's no different than trying to holler at like a waitress when you go to IHOP. Come on now. Um, and then also I was kind of weirded out by how her coworkers like laughed it off and made a segment out of it you know i know that, right. that the for some reason it's been a trend lately for the local news the last few years to try to show that they're palling around on the set afterwards and they you know there's news that does dance routines and jokes and skits and shit um you know cover a funny story everybody gets in and laughs and picks on each other and stuff but i don't know something about that felt really inappropriate because she's at work and you know i think the lady in the room seemed a bit to be like well that's pretty un- uh, unprofessional of, right. of him to do that but then there's three guys there narrating and giving a play-by-play and they all kind of like laugh it off like oh i'm glad it wasn't me <laughs> yeah, she's like uh she's trying to be a professional that's why she ain't cuts his ass out yeah she seems to like right, it because you know? she's looking like if that was me there's no way in the world he would even approach me like that yeah it just seems like the kind of thing where like maybe hr would get involved early rather than later right. than get sued and have her be like well y'all sent me on these assignments where y'all knew i would be uh harassed and y'all even made segments out of it and y'all thought it was funny and yeah, i didn't that don't look good in the court case yeah it put me in a very uncomfortable situation but i think our society is changing and people don't even think like that like that level of thought was not put into that segment because then you because even if you thought this is a thing that we do and we think it's funny then you don't make a segment out of it because it does show that you're complicit in the harassment you know that you essentially sent her out to be harassed because you thought it would be a funny story mm-hmm. so i don't know man it was kind of a weird thing um to to promote in my opinion but you know i don't work there but uh yeah somebody get pulled over for hr or some shit it's gonna be funny but uh you know plus i mean how old is morgan freeman really 78 48 102 nobody knows right he's like a negro highlander he looked the same in both clips yeah. it's like uh, we sent her to watch her now you see me that's why she made the, the magic joke now you see me has all these jokes <laughs> all this stuff about magic and she made the stuff about, i don't have any magic you got the magic all over you child <laughs> by the way if your flirting includes child you probably too old to be talking to that woman yes you are child listen child the voice of god is flirting with you she's looking like grandpa get away from me (laughs) right that's when you grab your friend by the hand and be like you know it's time for us to go did he narrate his own flirting apparently so (laughs) yeah that's when you come in and cuss him out for all that your friends (laughs) 
<laughs> that's when i knew she had a lot of junk in that trunk <laughs> uh anyway what other news we got oh you remember making the band yes uh remember making the band with the, with the rap group yeah one and one of, i mean because reality shows have been around for a while but i think making a band is one of the things that excelled it to the standards that they have today yeah yeah i remember dub band making dub band with uh with well no it was making the band but the name of the group for the one season i watched was the band okay d-a-b-a-n-d and i got their album even and it was horrible it was called too hot for tv came out 2003 it's been that long ago yeah ness chopper dylon sarah babs i remember that crew tonight's the night i'm gonna ride that dick like a motorbike yes one tonight one of the first styles niggas was niggas on tv and people didn't know how to handle it puppy had them walking across the bridge to the cupcake factory and shit i was like what the fuck is this ladies and gentlemen bad boy it's about that time the moment you've all been waiting for let's walk the band talk to something happens when you touch me I get open and my legs start quivering. I remember when Sarah was uh singing this and they had to, you know, Puff Daddy had to shut the studio down. Yeah, yeah, because it was brawling in there. That's how it was. His name Binsworthy, whatever. His Farnsworth, name. wait, far. You know what I'm talking about? Farnsworth Bentley. Right. When he came on the scene, and all I know, he was just the light skinned dude with the umbrella. Binsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I told his name up to pieces. Shit. Jesus. <laughs> Emotions take control of me. It's a temptation. I don't know what's come over me. Yeah, baby, it's a nice thing like a motorbike grab my waist and hold it tight i'm not fronting you think i bought a box of lifestyle for nothing please i got plus you supply the week puff that threw them directly in the basement after this like all his acts <laughs> they all disappeared congratulations on your first and last hit big black rob now to the basement no right with the rest of them they had chopper on there let's try to capitalize on that down south it's your boy Chopper City, you heard me? New Orleans. I'm from the dirty, but I stay so fresh, so clean. Without these throwbacks, you'll think I got a time machine. Kodak moment, every time I hit scenes. Cause I'm a young Zodak bounty. I flip keys, Alicia ain't got nothing on me. I'm so shaded. The fins is delicious, the color is all gravy. Please believe, my squad be the BBE. We riding them dry tops with them DVDs. Three wells on them alloys, daddy, I'm so jiggy. I flow so sickly, I roll with P. Diddy. But she get it, that thug shit is man these niggas were so mediocre oh, but they were so happy to be on a label and i think that's what made it so exciting just to see their excitement but them niggas was whack they got fucked out of all that money yes they did i remember the whole because then they try to have a season two or maybe it was something mm-hmm. where it's like they tried to do something and i remember chopper ain't want to show up because he was mad and, uh, paid. yeah they had that nigga fred i forgot fred was in the group that sound like mystical oh my god oh flashbacks to all this shit oh they got do you know on here with white club <laughs> dylon dylon and dylon Puffy came to get me. 
Like Vinnie Siegel, he was from Philly. Digging some boots, a deuce, deuce, and my two socks itching to shoot. Now, where you from? Well, gorillas don't be messing with cops. You catch a case going to run and still hugging the block. So, what you doing? Big balling, money making it flouse and shout jowling. You know how we do it in New Orleans. So, what you doing? Oh, man, he sounds just like a mix between Juvenile and Silk the Shocker. Doing, man, I'm doing it big. I'm cocking it back. The Mac crack, cracking your wig. But what you doing? Man, I'm minding my beers. I'm trying to feed my kids. Ah. I can't stop, dog. I need my real. Yo, what you doing? <laughs> my friend sound like a puppet. Uh, anyway, uh. Sarah is, uh, is suing BET. Uh-oh. For what? And remember, Sarah had that messy-ass relationship. Like, it was half abusive. Her, uh, she used to be flirting with the, um other dudes in the group but then her husband came and visited her and mm-hmm. it was crazy they used to brawl all the time on that fucking show right it was so crazy because like she was like this pretty light-skinned dainty woman and you're like what is she doing in this group with all these niggas and then <laughs> and yeah, then her, really her husband came and visit and it was like first of all you married second of all right. are y'all fighting like fist fighting okay yeah all right i see why y'all why you in the group uh well they have a very volatile relationship in august 2009 sarah was arrested for stabbing her husband in their marino valley home she had enough of him april 2011 her husband was arrested for choking her out shit in august 2014 police were called to her home when they found a drunken stokes and her husband fighting on the ground outside she was arrested and booked on domestic violence but unfortunately because it was a probation violation from a previous domestic violence incident she spent the next 90 days behind bars shit and they still together wow why stokes says that she was approached by the producers from from the bottom up while she sat in uh st Clair county jail the producers promised that they would help her rewrite her narrative and show her in a positive light if she appeared on the queen latifah produced reality show instead stokes says she was bashed on the show referred to as a man beater she now plans to sue bt for damaging her image up until four days ago she appeared to still be promoting the show which has completed its first season on her instagram and twitter pages she hasn't hinted at a lawsuit in fact she the, she shows praise for centric and bet well something went wrong something went very wrong damn sarah who would have thought take that trip down memory lane right uh speaking of taking that trip down memory lane let's talk about the spank bank terry cruz has come out and said that he had a porn addiction and he is now intensely anti-masturbation he's been talking about it for two weeks on facebook hey what's up world how you doing it's your boy terry cruz here i am uh with dirty little secret part three uh, I've been getting a lot, a lot I of missed one or two messages mistakes. and well wishes from people out there 
uh, people who have been, uh, you know, various addiction, uh, mine being pornography, uh, and a lot of guys out there who want to find out what I did and how did I beat this um, in a lot of, in many, many ways. Uh, I just, you know, the first thing that's really, really hit me with uh, the whole thing about pornography addiction. And once I got into therapy and started learning about, you know, guilt, shame, and the fact that shame tells you you are bad as opposed to something that you did was wrong. But it, shame says you are bad. And I found that there was no way out of that. Once you feel like you're bad and once you believe that you're bad, then all of a sudden every decision you make in your life kind of, you know, goes by that. Well, another thing that I had to battle um, was a sense of entitlement. I had the biggest sense of entitlement ever. Um, I felt the world owed me something. Uh, I felt like my wife owed me sex. Um, I felt that everybody owed me. And when you have a sense of entitlement, it's extremely dangerous. Um, I, you know, a lot of you seen my fool victim king uh, analogy, um, but the entitlement thing, it land, it's in the land of victimhood. You know what I mean? You find ways to self-medicate, to act out with pornography when you feel like your needs are not being met. Okay? Um, and I'm just here to tell you that <clears throat> this thing, this entitlement thing is real. Because what entitlement does, it gives you self-pity. And you feel sorry for yourself. And self... So he watches porn because he feels that his wife doesn't give him enough sex. So that's his reasoning. All right. Um, (laughs) That's the thing that he got on. The other thing is, it's not like he's coming from a moral place too with the pity and the shame and all that stuff. I don't think you should feel shame uh for watching porn or masturbating or any of that shit i mean it's your body that's natural but um yeah he he blames the advent of internet porn for the intensity of his addiction which he says he went to rehab for being on the internet allows you to keep it secret before you might have to go search it out or go look for it or go to a strip club but this is a secret no one can see you at all you could be all alone but i'm trying to tell you that makes it all more insidious all the more we have to root it out and call it what it is it's kind of like how when there's a roach in your house i promise you there's ten thousand more roaches uh okay i i know there were rumors at first like not too long ago that him and his wife were gonna get a divorce i wonder if he got caught cheating or something or he was hiding that he watched porn and she caught him something i don't know and then to just be getting out of rehab you already the spokesman for um <laughs> for anti-porn like what if you relapse right <laughs> uh, what he got the child fit on his google yeah he says <laughs> along the way he linked up to a mormon anti-porn group fight the new drug which is most notable for porn kills love fight for love billboards plastered around san francisco last year um Though the member, though the group denies direct ties to the Mormon Church, every member, every founding member is a Mormon. Uh, 
and you know the mormons are the people behind like all the like oh uh, utah passed a law that's anti-pornography mm-hmm. so um and okay so there you go man just sound like uh he's on some other shit man well i i promise you this i will stop watching porn i'm 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 down to stop watching as soon as he stops being in adam sandler movies okay that's not gonna happen those are worse than porn and if you had any morals about yourself you would stop doing those movies terry cruz so i challenge you to quit adam sandler movies that's what i challenge we all know he's addicted to getting the chill so i don't think anything's gonna happen yeah and a lot of this sounds like personal issues outside of porn that he's trying to fix too yeah you know feeling entitled to his wife and having sex and shit. that don't have nothing to do with porn yeah and that's well i think a lot of times with all this stuff it becomes an escape and an outlet for whatever your real problem is so like if um for example when people get have marriage troubles and then they go well facebook is killing marriages you're like is facebook killing marriages Mm-mm. is that so so like even with his thing here he's like well it's just enabled me to watch it so easily i mean before you had to go to a strip club so basically the shame of someone knowing that you wanted to be stimulated by someone other than your wife was the only thing keeping you from doing it so you didn't go to strip clubs because you would have to do that in person but hey now that it's the internet i can privately go to the strip club in my own house well, right what do people do before the internet they still jacked off yeah yeah well no no no. i'm not i'm talking about terry cruz specifically okay. i feel like he's looking at it that way like okay. if it wasn't for this damn internet porn i would never this my wife and i would be happy and it would never it was it was always this fault it wasn't my fault it wasn't her fault it wasn't anything within our relationship it wasn't that something where i shouldn't be ashamed of it it was just that this you know this we have to do this this is the you know i have to get rid of it completely and everybody else should too it's destroying everybody's life it's like no that's you if it's destroying your life it's destroying your life you know what i mean like if you like not everybody's struggling with that but um a lot of the results is just like paying this for everybody because i couldn't handle it nobody can you know um not to mention what is what is addiction for him you know because i think a lot of this shit comes down to people are scared to be open with who they're with right and it's like i got a secret stash of porn and my girl found it oh lord she found a porn y'all she knows i i I orgasm the women that's not her sometimes oh god what are we gonna do you know so i think that cliche could have popped up too right and this maybe it's just me it's unrealistic for you to think you're the only woman that, that that your mate will ever look at period that's not a realistic expectation yeah but i just think you know it, it probably bothers him and his wife and it sounded like they were in a dire straits and you had to do something drastic it's kind of like people that go to rehab for sex addiction yeah but it's also like just happens to coincide with a per a dude with a lot of money who happens to be famous fucking a lot of women that aren't his wife then it's like and he went into sex rehab right no single dudes go to sex rehab just famous motherfuckers that get caught cheating just oh it's the sex rehab baby i was addicted to the sex who it was just crazy you know so it, it's just interesting you know no ugly people in sex rehab 
<laughs> there's always david Duchovny in there tiger woods uh <laughs> looking like they just walked out of a model shoot right i'm just like oh yeah i got the top one percent money and looks but i got sex with addiction too uh but yeah good luck to terry cruz but uh hopefully he can shake his addiction to getting a check because that dude doesn't turn down any work mm, he works hard that's a hard working brother um uh let's see let's get into uh the games let's go ahead and do that there's other news but it's not really that important um and we've been talking for a while so might as well play the games um of course the first game that we always play is a little game called guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right guys it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race and the chat room plays along and the chat room is racist all right I wonder if he was watching any of those um parody porns. We ain't lucky we got them. Shit, he might be in the parody porn. This ain't good times. <laughs> what if he loses his ability to be able to make his chest muscles move individually because he's not jacking off no more? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. That's not Didn't good. think about that, did you, Terry? Uh, Denver man is convicted of kissing a flight attendant and claiming to be a green beret what mm-hmm u.s attorney john walsh and fbi denver division special agent in charge thomas Revenel announced that joseph wayne lynch the second was found guilty this week following a three-day jury trial before the u.s district court judge raymond p moore of interference with the flight crews members and attendants the jury deliberated for approximately three hours before reaching their guilty verdict. Lynch, who is free on bond, is scheduled to appear next for sentencing, which is scheduled May 16, 2016. According to evidence submitted during the trial, as well as court documents, jo- Joseph Wayne Lynch boarded U.S. Airways Flight 580 from Philadelphia to Denver. Having missed his previous connection, the airline upgraded Lynch to first class to accommodate the inconvenience. Because of his loud and odd behavior upon boarding, the lead flight attendant limited his alcohol intake. After the flight took off, he swapped seats to sit next to a young lady with whom he wanted to strike up a conversation. He became increasingly upset when the flight attendant denied him further alcoholic beverages, which made him disruptive and threatening. At numerous times during the flight, the defendant also had uh, inappropriate physical contact with the flight attendant, including placing his hand on the small of her back repeatedly. Mm-hmm and finally grabbing her and kissing her neck when instructed that his conduct was inappropriate he began a slew of profanities directed at flight attendants and passengers mr lynch was so proud that the plane's captain i mean so loud that the plane yeah he was proud and loud mr lynch was so loud that the plane's captain heard his rants in the cockpit over radio traffic and despite noise counseling headphones wow he was yelling the flight attendants got an ice hammer a pot of hot coffee plastic handcuffs and alerted two able-bodied passengers to assist in the event that mr lynch got any further adequate hand when confronted lynch responded by repeatedly stating let's go 
he then promised to bring the airline down he also falsely claimed to be a former green beret special forces and he showed off his purported bullet wounds along with a photo of his pot farm normally the first class section requires only one flight attendant because of the defendant's misconduct the second flight attendant was in the first class section for the half of the flight for safety reasons lynch continued escalation of threats and inappropriate behavior eventually led to the, the captain temporarily flying turning over flying duties of the aircraft to the first officer locked down the plot cockpit and notified the airline of the situation and request law enforcement to be present at the gate upon arrival when denver police officers arrived and later fbi special agent lynch redirected his threats and anger towards them the defendant faces not more than 20 years in federal prison at up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine guess the race of what is his first name mr joseph wayne lynch damn joseph wayne is that like john wayne <laughs> kick me off of this plane pilgrim uh always bet on white family named after his great grandfather favorite hobby lynch <laughs> and white the correct answer is white <laughs> damn mm. mm-hmm. yeah that was uh that's pretty pretty bad <laughs> pretty, 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 bad. pretty pretty bad all right let's go to uh the bonus round oh no oh, oh god oh. oh no oh i did not mean to oh god oh this is not the music that i was looking for. oh come on man how do i stop this oh oh come on oh jesus happening here oh i'm just like terry cruz baby i'm addicted i'm addicted to this porn oh oh i'm sorry about that everybody oh that's just egg (laughs) on my face double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race for the bonus round against the race so far we are one for one for everybody see we do it in the bonus round nah don't try to sing now you can sold me out when it's time to sing the song <laughs> um oklahoma team uh well actually i think that's two of them yeah oklahoma team laughed as he told cops how his brother killed their parents and three siblings and recorded it all and planned to become serial killers okay Mm-hmm. what do you want to be when you grow up serial killer oklahoma brothers charged with fatally stabbing their parents and three younger siblings in the middle of a night rampage detailed the officers a gruesome plot to carry out further mass killings and laughed about how they killed their parents detectives testified during the hearing on tuesday the hearing is for a judge to determine if there's enough evidence for 19 year old robert bever and 17 year old michael bever to sell to stand trial as first degree murder charges detective eric bentz of the broken arrow police department said during the hearing that robert bever expressed a desire to for notoriety for being a serial killer he was laughing or chuckling on several occasions bentz said the teen told of a pain plan to kill their uh, their family cut up the body store them in bins in the attic before taking the family vehicle as well as guns and ammunition to randomly attack other locations and kill 10 people at each place 
they wanted to kill at least 50 people they wanted to be famous they wanted a wikipedia page they wanted media coverage said detective rihanna russell uh who was who had interviewed michael bayer oh i'm sorry michael bever she said he indicated that he wanted to outdo known killers he had mentioned the columbine school and aurora movie theater killings in colorado in particular authorities had previously said the brothers conspired to kill their family and that one brother had kept plans for a mass homicide stored on a computer drive inside the home but had not before given details both brothers had pleaded not guilty in the july killing of their parents david bever 52 and april bever 44 and their siblings daniel bever 12 and christopher bever 7 and victoria bever 5 autopsy reports show the family members were stabbed dozens of times and died on multiple of multiple sharp force injuries the report noted that david bever had at least 28 total wounds and april bever had at least 48 two siblings including their 13 year old sister crystal and two-year-old sister autumn survived the rampage crystal is expected to testify at some point vince testified that robert bever lamented the that plan didn't go the plan that that the plan didn't go as it was supposed to and everybody didn't die like they were supposed to so basically they went after everybody in the house but two of them survived Mm -hmm. wow and these people had a lot of kids it's crazy how one bad apple spoils a whole bunch or two bad apples uh after the after the bodies were discovered at the family's home in tulsa suburb of broken arrow a police dog tracked the two teens then 16 to 18 into a wooded area behind the house ben said robert bever talked about a plan to take two videos one showing the bodies they believe will only be seen by police or prosecutors as well as another version without the bodies that could be posted online if he killed one person he was one person that evened it out ben said the teens indicated while if he killed one one more person one more than one person that would make him like a god in addition to the electronic device investigators removed from the home knives swords mm, machetes cell phones glove darts a black mask and atlas computers kevlar knit sleeves a wireless camera and according oh and wireless cameras damn by many neighbors accounts the bevers kept it themselves the siblings played alone in the backyard walking walked down neighborhood streets bunched together and their parents didn't socialize much david bevers former co-workers at a local it department described him as a quiet man a judge earlier had rejected michael bevers request to be tried as a juvenile prosecutors haven't decided whether to seek the death penalty against robert bever the hearing is scheduled for uh, a period of two days uh robert bever had given has given a full has given police a full confession saying he carried out the murders he was apparently very forthcoming during his confession but showed no remorse for the massacre instead he told police that the murders were just the beginning of a string of killings planned outside of the family officials aren't sure if a list of possible victims ex- exists or what the extent of bever's plans were but their plan was foiled by the heroic actions of their 12 year old brother daniel whose last act was to call 911 and alert police broken arrow police sergeant thomas cooper said the 12 year old reported that his brother was attacking the family before having a short exchange with the dispatcher about the home's location cooper said a struggle could be heard before the phone disconnected and fairly it's fairly short but it's gruesome obviously the entire crime is gruesome the 911 call is just as bad uh guess the race of these two boys 
Michael and Robert Bever, who uh killed their whole family. Let's see what everybody thinks. White. We need to talk about Robert and Vincent Stat. Menendez brothers white, Stacy Dash <laughs> prison pen pal. Aww. White kids always have detailed plans for their future. Uh <laughs> they do. Uh aspirations of inf- infamy white as the straight jackets they need. Oh, the correct answer is white. They were white. <laughs> Damn, that's sick. Wow, that, that that story is a lot. Kill your whole family, and how? What are the odds of having two crazy motherfuckers that want to kill the whole family? That one, but two. They should have known, cause. I, I guess it was a two for two. That's why two kids survived. I guess, but they should have known because you know. All right, all them swords. All right, man. That's the show for today. That last story was sore ratchetness. Oh yeah, mixed up in one. That was, was a lot. Sore ratchetness as well. Ooh, that was a lot. We'll be back uh tomorrow to review The Walking Dead, where the only kind of sore ratchetness we support happens. Um, but until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>